another episode of How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Chris. And today we're talking about holidays and mental health and the Yay. difficulties of surviving this time of year. Yay! <laughs> and of course, this can also carry over to other times of year in which you are having to perhaps organize or spend time with people that you may not necessarily desire to spend time with, but because societal norms being what they are, you are... <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I think this time of year, especially because everyone gets their vacations if they're at school or at work, so... There seems to be a sort of forced hangout time. Yeah, and in all honesty, it's uh, it's something that, you know, you may not even necessarily struggle with. You may be very fortunate enough to have family and close people in your life that you enjoy spending time with. And that's that's great. That's honestly like that that is something that you can be happy and proud about. And if you feel low and you've got people that are supportive and close, they'll help you. But but not everybody got that. But I also think even like if everything's great, there's always that one person in your family or friend circle who has something to say to you. Like, let's say that you've had a pretty hard year, but you've gotten through it and you did therapy and you've worked on yourself and you have grown as a person and you have better habits and then you see them and it's like you regress. It's like suddenly you're acting a fool again yeah. <laughs> or you're, you feel reactive or they say that one thing that gets under your skin. Mm -hmm. That one thing that's just like, it could be just a joke from some gaff, some little screw up from years ago. And that person will always remind you, Hey, you remember when you did that thing? Oh, yeah, I, I try not to, Uncle John, but, you know, that's cool. Uh, just go ahead and bring that up, why don't we? So, this episode is about that. Yes. Recently, I was watching uh, some early 2000s rom-coms with my partner, and they mention women's weight so much. Bridget Jones' Diary. Uh, yes. Um the other one, Love Actually. Love Actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, what, the chubby girl in the office? or And then you're looking at these women who are perfectly normally sized. And I feel like a lot of people have a hard time with going and eating in front of family. Because especially for women, at least, I know that we struggle with having family members make a comment. Like, oh, really? You're, you're having seconds? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't you already have, wow, that's a lot of food on your plate. It's like horrible. And so this first part, I just want to remind you, if you do have an eating disorder or have had an eating disorder mm -hmm. and you feel bad about your weight, fuck those people. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. It is not an easy thing to rid yourself of the body dysmorphia that comes with a lovely time of yeah. either starving yourself or... The binging and purging, whichever the case may be, if not both, there is always just one thing that just like sticks with you in those kind of occasions. Yeah. Where you're just, it doesn't matter, even if nobody does bring it up, there's always a little part in the back of your mind. Well, it's hard with food, you know, it's, yeah. our relationship to food is difficult and it's everywhere and I think 
focusing on being happy that your body is able to do the things that it can do and being grateful for that mm -hmm. and being grateful to have enough food is something that I know I try to focus on. And if somebody has something to say, I try to, what do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah. I don't really understand. What do you mean by that? You know, kind of point it out. Yeah. That, that, that technique works really well for somebody who's being a bit of an asshole, but doesn't maybe realize that they're being a bit of an asshole. Well, but, because it's like ingrained in us. And even mm -hmm. just like watching these 90s films or 2000s, early 2000s, it's like it was just part of humor. It was part of like pointing out something and everybody kind of laughed. And it's fucked up and it's hindsight's twenty twenty. Sure. But when you grow up with that's how you communicate something with your family. Like, let's make terrible jokes at each other's expense to point out that something is inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 so much pop culture in general. I mean, hell, the first... Arguably one of the first sitcoms made its major joke and catchphrase circled around domestic violence. Yeah, so that's true. You always got to kind of think about that every now and then and go, wow, we uh, we had some interesting tastes back then. Uh, that said, though, so with the holidays, we've already passed Thanksgiving. So that part's done. But now we're coming upon... The, the end of the year holiday gift giving times mm -hmm. which bring with them their own kind of foibles and concerns i'm sure a lot of us have had financial struggles this year and we might feel guilty if our entire lives have been spent we want to get people gifts true or we want to be that giving person but we find ourselves in a place where we are unable to and that can lead to a lot of guilt, a lot of depression, a lot of feelings of inadequacy. And really, it, it, it's hard to argue with those thoughts and feelings. Because they're, if they're ingrained in you so hard as well. Uh, but for this kind of an occasion, you may just have to move on to acts of service. Well, you know, it's hard because we're so consumer driven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... It's gotten worse and worse. And I know that there's so many movies and shows out there like, let's focus on the real reason for Christmas or the real point of Hanukkah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's being together and being healthy and loving each other, etc. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, that's just not the case anymore. I know I certainly feel bad because I have, I have a lot more family members around right now, a lot with kids too. And I want to be able to get things for them. And I'm like, I'm a terrible aunt. I don't know if I can get all the things. <laughs> and so, you know, and it's difficult. This, this Christmas will be difficult for me. I'm going to be without most of my family or really any family this Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's the first time because everyone moved away. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to be the first time I'm alone that morning. So, yeah, you know, it's I know that a lot of us, especially because of the pandemic and quarantine for some of us are going to be alone for the holidays and having to make your own traditions. And, and it's hard when you're prone to going down a dark rabbit hole, you know. Yeah. So there's also that to think of and consider. I know just to get through these kinds of times, it's like you just you just get through. You just truck through. You know, I try to do stuff that's feel good. Mm hmm. Yeah. What's your go-to thing as far as like a good feel good? A good feel good? Any yeah. like anything? Yeah, let's go let's go broad on this one cuz at this like 
in all honesty, like uh, when I try to think of like things that are uplifting for me or yeah. feel good for me, um, I I oftentimes do come up blank. I think making cookie dough mm. doesn't even need to get to the cookie stage. Yeah, you know, and I ask, uh, I'll ask uh, Google to play a Christmas old fashioned Christmas playlist, uh-huh. and it brings the nostalgia of when I was a little kid. And that was what was playing on the radio instead of all the um, new techie music. <laughs> I like the old um, orchestral Christmas music. And Aww. I think um, sometimes I'll reach out to someone who I still have very warm feelings towards. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I feel somewhere along the way where most of my relationships feel like they have little landmines, little painful, even if they don't mean to hurt my feelings. Sure. I just, there's a lot of history with pain yeah. in it for me. So there's only a few people in my life where it's like, I can reach out and I don't feel like it's going to be harmful for me. That is, that is great. No, that's a valid, damn valid point. Yeah. Also, really soft pajamas. <laughs> I, I highly recommend owning at least a couple very soft, cozy, possibly ridiculous looking adult onesie or a blankie that has a hood mm-hmm. or something just to like reconnect with my inner child during this time. Yeah. I know a lot of us are dealing with coming through hard times and healing through that with therapy, but then you still feel sa- sorry for yourself, for your inner child, for what you went through. Yeah. Sorry for the things that you missed out on and you, and it's like, but what about what about like little Lindsay who really wanted desperately for X, Y, and Z, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have that. So try to give that to myself, try to be the parent to my inner child. If that makes sense. Yes. No, that's a, that's a really good point. Uh, I, I've been trying to indulge more in my, um, if I'm going to like have some inner child, just comforting, I'll try to um, really just, hone in on something that maybe I do remember extremely fondly, whether it's a book or a TV series that... Do you have a movie? I have a couple. Um, probably my most feel-good movie, in all honesty, is Mickey's Christmas Carol. Aww. Specifically because it's the entire story of a Christmas Carol in a half hour. <laughs> Like, that to me is such a, like, efficient storytelling method. There's so many versions. Yes. And all of them are at least an hour to an hour and a half long. True. But I just want to get them feels done and right quick. Let me get, (laughs) let me feel good about, like, 30 minutes, 25 minutes in, I'll feel great. And, you know, honestly, Pete as the ghost of Christmas future is just, perfect. Don't need anything else. Um, that's up there. Uh, I also try to, I don't know, um, inundate myself with probably, if I can, positive news. Mm. Like, I try to avoid as much, like, real world shit, which can be, you know, you really shouldn't dwell in news stories to begin with, but... I find that when it's this time of year, I try to avoid them even more so. I think right now the best thing to avoid is news and, like, high-octane social media like TikTok. 
Yeah. Like if you wake up and the first thing you do is roll over, look at the news and then go on to TikTok, you are setting yourself up for a not happy day. Reddit, Facebook, Twitter. It's just, it's, well, something about TikTok specifically with the uh, dopamine hits that you oh, get yeah. and like the high entertainment. And then it's like, oh, now I have to go do my life. You know, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I know for some of us, this will be our first Christmas or our first Hanukkah or first New Year's without uh, a loved one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that getting through those kind of moments, it's really useful to have a therapist to talk to. Yes. Because, oh my God, sometimes family members say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. And see, the, the, the cool thing is when you when you get a certain amount of trauma and you start being able to joke about it, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better way of phrasing it. Yeah, when you start being able to joke about your trauma, then suddenly there's other people who may see you joke about it and think, oh, they're joking about it. I could joke about it too. Ain't, ain't the case sometimes, Chief. Sometimes <laughs> I want to joke about my fucked up life, but that does not invite you to joke about it as well. Yeah. So remember to uh, joke responsibly. That's fair. It, it it really is something that, you know, it, the more extroverted of us can kind of get caught up in on occasion. But I don't know. I think the thing I'm honestly just kind of dreading for this end of the year, um, it's hard to even really pinpoint. I, I don't, I only celebrate necessarily with my friends and I celebrate with my grandmother, who is the one family member I've got out here. I call my mom. That's about it. That mm-hmm. That's all I got. Um, friends, I don't worry about. Because at least I've... I feel like I've done a good job of choosing who I want to spend my time with. Yeah. Um, in family, it's dinner. Gift-giving, at most. There's no real occasion anymore it kind of in all honesty the the smaller your family gets the less likely it is for actual celebrations to be done uh i can't tell how i feel about that just yet yeah because it's you know i didn't cook for thanksgiving this year uh and i probably won't cook for christmas this year which feels weird but i'm also exhausted and incapable of planning stuff and i keep falling through the little holes every so often of just going well this will just this will be fine there's no expectations it's fine and i don't know where uh i'll get that kind of joy if that's even the word i want to use for it yeah. Because I don't really want to, like, plan anything either. Which is weird. Kind of like it's lost meaning. The holiday? Yeah. Like, holidays in general. Yeah. I uh, think I try to find meaning, like, with my partner. Mm-hmm. You know, where we create something new just for us. Yeah. I mean, that's... I could see why yeah. be, being alone without a partner, yeah, trying to come up with stuff would be that would be a uphill battle for me too. I think. Yeah. So I mean, 
I think I think as far as finding a some sort of meaning or some sort of gesture, something to keep the train moving, I guess. <laughs> keep the Polar Express moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um the only thing I can really think of to do is to just let myself be. Just to let myself be. I don't have to do anything if I don't want to, but if I do, I can go out and I can do something. If I want to go out and get a Christmas tree, you know, a, a real one, I could do that. And, you know, you can also, you know, if you want to have, like, oh, I want to have one little thing that feels nostalgic and sweet. Sure. You know, you can get a group of friends who can go around looking at Christmas lights and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Those kinds of little things. And yeah. then if you don't want to... There's no stress. I think that's a good point. Like, you don't have to force yourself to be in a cheery, happy spirit just no. because it's the holiday season. No. God, no. It's been a fucking terrible few we uh, years. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, no, it's seriously. It's awful. Yeah, and it's, it's good to acknowledge how shitty it's been. Yeah. It really does help, like, in all honesty. If you just get friends together and, like, make eggnog and, like, pour an entire bottle of brandy into it sure <laughs> you could do that and just go around going hey this shit sucks but we're here together and vaccinated hopefully but you know it's cool it's cool it's, some, it's cool if you're you know if you can't that's cool just you know if you can you should just saying you know it's hard with uh, boundaries Mm -hmm. coming up on that mm -hmm. i recently had a friendsgiving and um i have a very eclectic group of people whom i love dearly and i had to put a boundary down with one of them and let them know that something hadn't been great mm -hmm. and we had a very honest wonderful conversation but it's like that uh, you know, you have therapy and you heal a bunch of your trauma and then you're like, oh, I need boundaries. And so you get boundaries and then you have to enforce your boundaries. And that mm. is so uncomfortable for me. And you have to be honest and let people know, you know, and, and for me, I'm codependent. So I don't like people feeling upset. Oh, I don't God. like people's feelings getting hurt. And I do everything or I used to do everything in my power to stop them from feeling some kind of way. So yep. rather than be like, hey, it hurt my feelings when you X, Y, Z. Uh, I would just kind of ignore that feeling, resent mm -hmm. them quietly, and act like everything was okay. Yeah. Which isn't fair, but it was, in my mind, sparing their feelings, and even though it was making me dislike that person. So, yeah, you know, I had to do that, and I think some of you guys are probably going to have to have some uncomfortable conversation coming up, and it's not easy. Holidays aren't easy. Being with a family isn't easy. Yeah. Mental health is complicated. You know, now they're coming out with studies about people who've come through this pandemic with or without being sick through it. And they're finding that most of us are dealing with some sort of disassociation that affects our daily life. Yeah. Because we have to. Because it's just too, it's just so much. We are so inundated with awful news mm -hmm. and overwhelming feelings and stimulation that, yeah, we're kind of zoning out. Yeah. And we're not all... Really having lots of peaks of happiness going on around. Lots of valleys. Lots yeah. of valleys. It is, it is something to be said that, you know, if you really think about it, we went a hundred years, basically, from the news that you got would be from a paper that would be it. 
you would get your news from a newspaper, maybe a town crier if you were in more in a rural area, to now we can get news about any topic we want at any moment of the day, whether it's then through many, many, many hundreds of thousands of sources. And like who decided it was a good idea anyway that we should know what's going on everywhere at all times at any time. That's a terrible thing for us. We can't possibly put the load of the whole world. I can't do anything about an oil spill in South Africa. You know, I can't save the children and I can't save the rainforest. Ah, but the news can tell you that you can <laughs> and you would be responsible for the heartache of all the children going without food mm. in insert remote country here. Or maybe... Well, now they're having Feed American Children, uh, yeah. you know, commercials that are playing in other countries. So there's that. I really wish I had seen that when I was in Germany. I swear, That's... I was so stoked when I heard about it. I was just like, yes, please. That Can they do something about the water crisis also? Because oh. that would be nice. Yeah. So, that aside, <laughs> uh, we are, you know, obviously, we got opinions. And you're going to have to deal with people who've got opinions during the holidays also. And of course, there are multiple ways you can address those. But the kindest thing that one can do is just to go, I don't need to give a shit. <laughs> I don't need to give a shit about what they think. Because they're not in my life more than this one day a year or two days a year. Or maybe they are in your life way too constantly. And this gives you that special oomph that you can just go, I don't need to have that in my life. Facts. And if this is a year that you're more alone through these holidays, you know, make up a weird, wacky tradition for yourself because why the fuck not? You know, something that has helped me through feeling that, like, especially the numbness mm -hmm. and just the app, the absolute apathy is doing stuff that's just silly and ridiculous. Absolutely. You know, and that gets kind of, I don't know, it just kind of shakes up the brain. I'm trying to think of what I would like to do. And part of me kind of wants to do something like really dumb. But still trying to figure it out. We'll get more on that one eventually, <laughs> though. Trust me, because this will—I'll follow up on this one. Because there's there's some ideas I got floating in my brain pan about things to do with stuff. That's very specific, I know. But I Holidays. promise, <laughs> promise it'll be interesting one day. But all in all, summing up everything that we've kind of jumbled through this episode. If anybody disrespects you, you do not have to take it, and it doesn't mean they're right. <laughs> Most importantly... Yeah, you can walk out. You can 110% walk out. You don't annual, need to engage. Annual time. Doesn't matter. If you if they, if you are accused of causing drama, <laughs> no, you ain't, baby. You didn't cause shit. You're just... <laughs> you, they just happen to fuck around and find out. The end. You also, if you are alone... You are in control of your own destiny, as much as it may not feel like it sometimes, and I have to tell myself that constantly. You are able to do stuff for yourself without feeling guilty about it. Do a nice thing for you. Did you do a nice thing for someone else? Do a nice thing for you. Facts. And maybe something that you wouldn't ever think to do, like go to a really nice bakery and buy yourself a big-ass cake. Yeah. Or just one of those really tiny fancy ones. Really tiny fancy cake, giant-ass cookie. Whatever you want. Yeah. Get whatever it is that calls to you. If you want to get yourself a nice shirt at the men's store, 
hot cup of coffee. Oh, and I have something else to let everybody know. Oh, yes, please. So I just found out mm. that for many of us who have ADHD, because this is part of our, you know, that exercise, Uh-oh. if you don't enjoy it, you won't get dopamine for it. So if you've ever been confused as to why you going to the gym and working out and running on the treadmill does not give you all the dopamine and serotonin that everybody else seems to be experiencing. Mm. It's because you don't enjoy that kind of exercise. Mm. So I do invite you to find the exercise that you like, whether that's dancing, Zumba, mm. pole dancing, walking around the neighborhood with your friends in the middle of the night crying, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. It's just throwing that out there because I know that everyone always says for depression, you need to exercise. Mm. But if you don't like the exercise, it don't do nothing for you. All right, everybody parkour. <laughs> Time to do parkour. Everybody parkour. So. I think that's a great actual, like, addition to it is just, because, yeah, (laughs) it's getting cold, also getting harder to exercise, getting harder to convince yourself to do so. And the New Year's is coming up and everyone's like, I'm going to lose weight. Fuck it. Don't lose weight. Gain weight. Yeah. Get swole. (laughs) Get swole with butter rolls. Sick. That's not a phrase I want on a t-shirt. I think I don't want that on a t-shirt. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode Uh, of How Are You Holding Up on Mental Health on the Holiday Season. Yeah. We hope you're hanging on Mm. like a Christmas light to a Christmas tree. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and as always, don't don't tell tell us to just get get over it. it.